Hey there, Crappy Castles listeners. You may have noticed that we missed an episode last week. Well, we have a pretty good reason, and that's because Travis was getting married in real life. Yeah, we're all very excited for him, but we plum forgot to post, because, you know, life stuff. But we're going to be back next week with a normal episode, so in the meantime, please enjoy this very special Patreon episode of the show. Look, I'll be frank with you. I never meant for you to hear this. This is a patron-exclusive episode. It's called DM Box. Basically, it's our bonus episodes where those who support us on Patreon can skip the line and ask us for advice, have us build them an adventure, maybe, or just compliment me on my hair, and then we make these patron-exclusive episodes. But how you're hearing it, I have no idea. And... Whatever spell has been cast on me to record this cold open is also very sinister. Siri, remind me to look into sinister patron leaking plot. Siri's my dog. If you like what you're hearing here, I guess go subscribe to our Patreon. For $2, $5, or $10 a month, you can hear more of this. At higher tiers, you get bonus stuff. You can listen to some of the original songs Adron has made for the show. Ian has drawn a map of uh, Camp Aracocra from our first episode. So, subscribe. It's the only legal way to hear what you're about to hear. End of transmission. Oh, DM box. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Is awesome. <laughs> Do you understand the double entendre going on there? <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't. Oh, okay. I thought that's what you were saying. That's why. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I didn't get that until just now. <laughs> that's great. Accidental genius. Uh-huh. Ian, have we decided what kind of tone we're going to do for these these episodes that are just for our, our patrons here? Well, I think that we should come at this with a real educated and informative approach. Um, you know, we really kind of cut through the bullshit. You know, we, we don't mm. go into any of our backstories. Um, this is here. No this lore is, building. No, none of that. I think this is all about... You are patrons and us giving back to you and giving you what you want. And that's some advice. Oh, you're talking to them. Talking straight to them. Now that is, that is interesting. I didn't know. I didn't realize we would be destroying that fourth wall here. Oh, I'm destroying the fourth wall, fifth wall, sixth wall. Do you think I still need to affect my voice like this? I feel more comfortable hiding behind this. Let's, let's stick with that. I love it. Um, welcome to the DM box. This is, uh, where you, the patrons, if we're comfortable talking to you, um, who have paid to work at our company, which patrons, can we call you that patrons? 
Listen, I call them my workforce. Okay. You, You people out there, my interns, my managers, my architects, we appreciate your support. So much so that we are willing to, you're welcome, record additional episodes that are just for for your ears. Happy to do it. And not only will these episodes be just for you, but we are also sourcing messages just from y'all through our DM box. Um, If you have a, a question for us, or you want advice, or you have a poem that you would like for me to read... I won't do the other thing, but I will do those first things. Uh, drop us a message on Patreon, and uh, we, we'll, we'll talk about it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he's leaving the poems to me. Poems are Ian's business. Um, this is a DM that we got in our brand new DM box. And if you're wondering what the DM box looks like, it's made of ivory. Ivory? Ooh, that's you know a little problematic, but um, I, I suppose here in the realms forgotten, uh, ivory. Oh, it's virtual. Bit- it's virtual ivory. Virtual. Oh, okay. Ivory. All right. It's an NFT of ivory. Yeah. Um, here's what is Holbart is asking. That is there. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. your name. Not half Bart. Not half Bart. This is the whole bit. Uh, not sure if you guys handle this kind of email, but here it goes. I'm not a DM. Well, what are you doing in the DM box? But I love playing D&D. I love rolling dice, building characters, doing voices. But my favorite part is definitely pissing off my dungeon master. She's just so cute when she's mad. So my question is, what are some things we players can do to easily annoy our DMs? Thanks so much. Love the show. Holbart, the Centaur Druid. Centaur Druid feels redundant, but otherwise I'll I'll let it slide. Yeah, well, you know, we don't want to rag on Holbart too much on this. So. Not too much, but allow me a bit more. They are a centaur that changes into animals? <laughs> what they circle have, are they working uh, with? I mean, they could be circle of the land. I think that's the more magic-y one, less shape-shifty. Sure. I mean, you would hope, because if they are uh, a horse transforming into a horse. I mean, the circle of the spores would be a little bit haunting if you had this, like, half-horse person Ooh, with, like, mold, all the mushrooms. Moldy and, horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, so how to piss off a dungeon master. You're a dungeon master, Ian. I've been known to dabble. Uh, well, uh, here's my question, kind of looking through this. Do you think that this is like a um, no judgment, Holbart, if this is how you choose to express affection? Mm-hmm. But do you think that Holbart has the hots for their DM? I am seeing as she's just so cute when she's mad. It could be that they're already well into a long-term relationship. We do not have that. That's true. That detail here. Um, but. I think if you haven't pulled the trigger on what is obviously a big old crush on your dungeon master, communicate that to them. See how they react. This is free mm-hmm. advice. This isn't what you asked, but Ian and I are just giving this to you. Well, it could be a way to you know kind of test those waters and also potentially really annoy them is that any of their e- NPCs, you try to seduce them. Now, I'm glad we're coming out of the gate with this because boy, oh boy, this one pisses me right the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> because I am uncomfortable. Wait, uh, I 
I haven't found the balance of if we're doing this in character or not. Um, boy, it, I do not know how to respond as a DM when my players are coming on to me. So yeah, that'll, and as you know, a dungeon designer, it's very hard to design a dungeon around something, somebody that wants to fuck everything. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great one, Ian. And I don't know that we're going to be able to top it. Um, you know, I mean, I, well, you know, I, I'm trying to read between the lines here, but if we are just going with the, you know, the letter as written rather than perhaps as intended, mm-hmm. um, I would say that if you're looking for other ways to annoy your DM, uh, I mean, the surefire way is futz on your phone and don't pay attention. <laughs> That's also a very good one. Um, there was a point at which, um, Pokemon Go ravaged D&D groups everywhere. <laughs> and boy, for a fan base uh, with prone to ADHD, you saw the, the wheels come off real quick. Yeah, g- definitely guilty of that. Um, can, I, can I ask you, g- g- hopping back to uh, the flirt with the NPCs, Yeah, how do you handle this? Because I am not willing to just leave it up to a role to figure out if I, if my MPs is, he's going to have to fuck this, <laughs> this character. I, I, the whole, like the fact that they might roll a, you know, nat 20 on a persuasion role or performance role or however they're choosing to get this NPC in bed. I can't, I just can't leave it up to fate like that. <laughs> um, well, I think that, uh, Depending on the scenario, a nat 20 persuasion does not necessarily mean that they are immediately dropping trow and ready to, you know, go to bone town. Um, Because I imagine it as some DMs are probably doing it Mass Effect style, where we immediately cut the love scene. I think it happens on Mass Effect. Um, Yeah, well, or you could just kind of, you know, do 80s montage of, you know, close hit ground you know, hand slaps ass and then next morning roll over and like, and kind of put pants back on and sneak out of room. Love a adventure continues. A theater of the mind, a montage always translates. It's going to usually be sexier if you leave it up to the imagination than actually trying to describe it. Truly. Um, Speaking of imagination, number three, I have actually the flip problem because I think I've had characters trying to seduce my players and they are also not uncomfortable with that either. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter how you slice it, that's a good one to just change the mood of the room. Yeah. Um, I think uh, this isn't so much annoying a DM, but if you really want to make them question um, if they've ever been good at anything in their lives, get imaginative, throw them a curveball. Don't take the bait. <laughs> And talk to this NPC they clear they clearly need to talk to. Yeah. You know, say that you have a much better solution than the one your DM came up with and implement it. Because that will drive them not just mad, but sad. Yeah. It'll send them spiraling. 
<laughs> yeah, and perhaps there is this like looming threat of a dragon about to overtake the city, but maybe convince your adventuring party to, you know, move out to the country and start a vineyard and, you know, just uh, yeah, exactly. Just settle into early retirement. You get sell those magic items. Get right. that gold and breeze. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you collect the pearl of destiny and then you immediately pawn it. <laughs> Invest in a a nice little RV that yeah. you can tote around the Forgotten Realms. I think it's great. Uh, that would be fun to have a player turn an entire campaign into just a Stardew Valley esque <laughs> life sim. Yeah, I do feel like that would probably be very frustrating for a dungeon master. I'm frustrated um, already. <laughs> Um, but then you do kind of get into that issue of seducing your <laughs> players and then well, starting to listen. <laughs> if it's built in and I'm ready and I, they're buttering me up with gifts, I'm interested. Um, uh, let's see. What else uh, uh, can you do to – you know what one of my pet peeves is? Please. Is, you know, as when you're the dungeon master and you're, you know, you're trying to help, to, you know, weave this narrative story and, you know, you don't want to railroad your players, but you do, you know, you have kind of like a, a little bit of a loose plan that you need them to kind of hit certain beats and stuff like that. Yep. And so, you know, it's kind of like captain of the guard busts in right in the middle of the bar fight, you know, and then one of the players says, oh yeah, how convenient. That the captain of the guard, the <laughs> yes. guy we're supposed to meet with, shows up, you know. That's a, you know, like, yeah, you think we don't know that as the dungeon master? Yeah, we're we just trying we to move the story along. So, literally, this entire bar just doesn't literally kill you uh-huh. and, and venture over. <laughs> That's a good point that some DM annoyance is on behalf of the other player's annoyance. <laughs> so that's a that's another quick way to do it is just ignore all of your party clearly trying to get you to do something whether it's move along from a bar fight and just ignoring that and you know going with god doing what you want to (laughs) do yeah you you don't want to take that uh uh, breadcrumb Mm -hmm. you found a, a loaf all the way over there uh, this is this will be the last one to add because I feel like I've kind of uh, I showed up with a laundry list that I didn't realize I, I had. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I think um, you know this is in general we've all kind of accepted that there are magical apparatus all around us, you know, while playing this game and this kind of you know imagination station that we've all uh, taken post at. Choo choo. That's a that's a thing that we all say, right? That yeah, magic. No, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so, you, you know, when you're like dealing with a thing of like, how does this door open, you know? Oh, well, like, why does it make sense that I pull the lever here and it opens here, but then I pull it over here and it closes. That doesn't make sense. You know, it's magic. <laughs> Like it doesn't need to make sense. Like how, how are you shooting fire out of your hands? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we don't need it to be Star Trek to have to bring in the tachyon particles that are really the ever present, you know? Uh... Yeah. Right. Well, first of all, without a writing team, there's going to be some laziness. Uh, and speaking of which, scheduling 
it's probably the most nightmarish thing as a, as a DM. And we will just plan on the the fact that we probably have a good month and a half before we're going to have another session. So if you do say, no, I really can meet next week, <laughs> you might find that the puzzles get a lot simpler. <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- that, that introduces two things I'll add to the list. If you want to annoy a DM, uh, push back a session from a scheduled time time frame. And if you want to annoy a DM, keep the session as originally planned <laughs> and try to make them figure out how the fuck they're going to do um, their life and yeah. their fantasy life. in yeah, seven I, days time. Sorry. I know I said I didn't have any more, but I, I, <laughs> I'll, throw, hey, I'll throw this one more in here. Uh, I find the thing that I uh, is frustrating as a DM is, you know, I spend a lot of time planning an adventure and all of that. And I get that kind of as the dungeon master, I am the kind of leader of this group and, and without me game does not happen. And I get that, but it would, but so if you really want to annoy your dungeon master, really just like get everybody to like turn to them and say, Hey, when are you going to play? When, you know, leave it to the dungeon master to schedule the meetings <laughs> rather than taking the initiative to like try to rally other people to play so that, you know, you can meet on a regular thing to play the game and, yeah. prov- you know, so the dungeon master doesn't have to all, worry about all that. balls in their court. Yeah, put yeah more the ju- dungeon master has to juggle so much. They love juggling. Give them more more things to throw in the air. They would love that. I'm trying to think what else. I I can probably rattle off a few before we go out. Um, I would say here's a meta annoyance. If you don't understand all the things you can do. That's annoying in like a, I, I want it for you. As, as a dungeon master, we want our party to have as wonderful of a time as possible. So when they don't read <laughs> what their guy actually does, when they are a cleric that doesn't heal or a paladin that doesn't protect or a warlock that would rather use their crossbow than Eldritch Blast, mostly because they've never read what an Eldritch Blast is. <laughs> Can you tell we mostly played with people who level to level five and then bounce? <laughs> um, you know, that's not annoying in the traditional sense, but it is like, oh, if only you knew how good it could be. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think especially like in early level adventures, there there is a desire I think for players to want to I want to do the big grandiose thing and stuff like that. But like you are not there. You're just like I get that you want to do that, but it's you'll you'll get there faster if you just shoot the thing in the face, right? My my. Favorite advice. Okay, but that does bring me to here's something that annoys me that a player doesn't do, or or rather a challenge that I have yet to overcome. And uh, this is just me asking you. This is me putting something in the DM's box, Ian. Mm-hmm. DM's box, DM box. Um, a phrase we definitely came up with far in advance of recording this. Uh, 
Okay, so theoretically, we're kicking an, an adventure off with the... Uh, I'm touching my mic. Adrian loves that. It's just twisting on me. With the idea that these people have been somewhat chosen to do something, right? So why would, you know, the Lord of all things or king of <laughs> king of this country enlist for level ones to do fuck all. <laughs> and why wouldn't the first eh, 30 sessions just be like these eight year olds learning how to, <laughs> you know, hold a shield. Yeah. Well, at, yeah. at what point is this bard between levels two and three, I think sneaking off to a college. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do we need to role play that? Um, I, you know, I think that, uh, man, if you really want to annoy the DM, make sure when you, you know, you said you love building characters, doing voices, all of that stuff, make sure you make your character be that like solid lone wolf architect that doesn't want to work with other party <laughs> yeah. members and is like grumpy and doesn't you know want to mm -hmm. get along with everybody. That's always like a really good. Mm -hmm. uh, one that'll really, you know, makes it, it doesn't just piss off your DM. It actually pisses off everybody in the group. And probably some people who aren't. Um, that's kind of good, though. If everybody in the group started being a lone wolf, follow your own path. So that I'm opening up the DM box. Um, if anybody has any good solutions for me, apparently the DM box is where I, Travis Royals, founder of this company, let my guard down and let you people in. Tell me how you deal with that shit. The, the situation I was describing of level ones having some large destiny. Usually I just make them mop a bathroom or something until they, <laughs> until they're about level three. And then I think shit kicks in. Yeah. It's, <laughs> how, how many experience points do you get per bacteria you kill? <laughs> I don't know. I've never dealt with experience points. <laughs> Also, if you're someone out there using experience points, how the fuck does that work? Oh, I can tell you about that, but maybe that's a different episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll offline about that. Um, well, Holbart, wish you the best of luck. Hopefully you are you have chosen Circle of the Land. To all our patrons, throw it in the DM box. Send us a message. Send me a text if you can figure out my number. Good luck. Is that a good challenge we should be issuing to our audience? Nope, that's a bad challenge. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Is that whatever, a, whatever is, that is? Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we love you. Thanks I, for supporting us. I do not. Uh, I think that that's a good way to influence you people incorrectly. So I'm just going to say I appreciate you. But he does love your money. And Hobart clearly loves their DM. Just tell them. Stop, stop beating around that particular bush.